You're listening to a podcast from Burley Heads Church of Christ, from Burley Heads on the Gold Coast. Can I just say, just watching the team up here, um, you may not know this or you may be new or just visiting this morning, welcome, but um, there's been a small army basically behind the scenes this whole weekend from uh, Friday night feeding 100 people in there that may be doing tough over Christmas um, to yesterday we did a carol service packed house so much fun but so many people behind the scenes and then this morning people coming in Christmas morning um, if like me then only been up since 3 a.m no no I haven't been 3 a.m now it's 5 a.m we said if you get up before 5 a.m um, we're going to turn you around and so they tried but they were waiting out the door at 5 a.m so um, but just can we just give them a even if you don't know them, just give them a hand um, Just really appreciate um, what's been going on in this place over this Christmas season. But Merry Christmas. If you don't know me, I'm one of the pastors here, Steve Gray. And it's, um, it's an absolute privilege just to share an invitation this morning. Um, I know we've got places to be, but I appreciate you making the time to come in this morning and focusing on the reason for the season. And so we just want to do that for just a moment. But first, I want to show you a photo. Um, this is of just a recent concert. You know this, I can hear the laughter, you know this is a very familiar sight these days. Any event is everyone's watching it through their phones. Um, what makes me laugh as I thought about this is they're not just watching it through their phones, but when you're watching what they've recorded, you're watching it through your phone, of them watching it through their phone. There's just so many filters before you get to Taylor Swift um, or whatever that concert you've been to. There's just so many filters on filters on filters. And our whole life... Jokes aside, our whole life is like constantly filtered at the moment. Whether it's opinion or commentary or, or this, it's someone else's point of view or sometimes someone else's point of view on a point of view. Another example is back in my day, we used to just play video games. Now the generation these days, they watch people play video games. And, so, and then some people comment. So we can watch them comment on other people playing video games. And so it's just so many layers of commentary, so many layers of opinion. Um, and I even gave this a test when it came to Christmas this year. I, I started a fresh Twitter account, or X as it's been named, uh, which is one of the largest conversational platforms, social media platforms. So I hadn't liked anything. I hadn't had a bias and I just searched Christmas and Jesus, those two things, just to see the filter that if you were just trying to read about that, what the biggest post would be. And so there was some stuff around, some controversy around Biden. That was number one. Some stuff, his Christmas video this year was a bit controversial. So nothing to do with Christmas or Jesus. Number two, I liked. It had a, a, a wreath and crown of thorns. It was actually a little bit about the reason for the season. Um, number three was, of course, and understandably, but not really anything to do with There's a comment saying, if you um, aren't pro one side of the current war happening in the Middle East, then don't bother singing Christmas carols. So that was the third largest post. Nothing to do with Christ or Christmas. And then the last one did make me laugh, but someone's launched a, a cryptocurrency called Jesus Coin. And so... <laughs> But that was the fourth largest. So in our public space, when we go to look 
and explore Jesus and Christmas, that's the filter upon filter upon filter that we're looking at. It's just, it's crazy. Can you understand that one of our major conversation platforms and we're being thrown this ideology, these ideas, as we read through or try, even if we're trying to explore who Jesus and Christmas is. I'm going to explore that in just a moment, but I want to read the very first Christmas uh, here found. Let me read. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quintus was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David. Because he belonged to the house and the line of David, he went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified." But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news and will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And then suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven. And on earth peace to those on whom his favour rests. And then the angel said, now we're going to sing it without glory to God and just do the actions. And um, no, they didn't. But that's what we did this morning. That's a little bit of a, you're allowed to laugh. That was a very funny joke. Um, I know we're just waking up. Still, humor senses are still just waking up, but that's all right. That was very funny. Um, glory to God in the highest heaven and on place, on earth place to those on whom his favour rests. When the angels had left them and gone to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's go and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about the child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorying and praising God for the things that they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. So praying through this message and this story afresh, uh, one of my biggest issues is I love Christmas, so I start the series too early. And so I get to about now, I'll be honest with you, and I go, I don't know what else to say about Christmas. So I'm going to need your help, God. So I'll be praying about, because it's just about five weeks of Christmas. And then you get to the sixth week and go, but, but I noticed something afresh this season. There were so many people in the Christmas story. It seems just, in fact, I thought about this, the whole Bible is just a series of people saying, come and see. Hey, you should look at this thing that's happening with this prophet. Hey, you should look at this thing this king is doing. Hey, you should look at this thing that's going to happen. Hey, you should come and look at this baby. Quickly, come and have a look what's going on. Hey, you should look at this baby now grown up, Jesus. Come and see what he's doing. 
It's just constantly people going, come and see for yourself. It's not a lot of, hey, I just took these pictures. You should look at this phone picture of this thing that's happening through this picture of my opinion of it. It's come and see. Psalms 34, 8 says, Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. Psalm 66, 5 says, Come and see what God has done, his awesome deeds for mankind. Psalm 66, 16 says, Come and hear all who fear God. Let me tell you what he has done for me. Come and see. John 1, 39 says, Come, he replied, and you will see. So they went and saw where he was staying. And they spent the day with him. John 146 says, Nazareth, can anything come good from there? Nathaniel asked, Come and see, said Philip. Isaiah 2, 3 says, Many people will come and say, Come, let us go to the mountain of the Lord or to the temple of the Lord Jacob. He will teach us his ways so that we may walk in his paths. And Matthew 28, 6 says, He is not here, he is risen. Just as he said, Come and see the place where he lay. They're just a handful of perhaps hundreds of verses that is just a constant story. And we see it, no doubt, the angels come and see shepherds. Come and see what is going on. Morning, this morning, my invitation is super simple. I'm not going to give you another commentary on who Jesus is. We do that every Sunday, and I love doing that. I'm not going to give you another opinion. I'm just going to invite you to come and see this Christmas and 2024 because that's just around the corner. I'm not going to try to convince you whether you're being dragged along to a Christmas service this morning, whether it's your once a year, which is great. We love having you. Which you're a regular Christian every year. I want to re-encourage you. Even if you come nine times to church on Sunday and we don't even have that many services. I want to re-encourage you to come and see for yourself. Come and see what he has done. I don't need to convince you though. One thing, wherever your background is, I don't think I need to convince you that the world (laughs) needs a bit more hope, peace, joy and love. I certainly don't need to convince you of that. We've been exploring this whole season the unholy Advent themes. Instead of what God promises hope, we live in a world that has a lot of complaining. Do you know the first plane that ever had Wi-Fi available on it didn't work and they got complaints? So the first time ever they didn't have something, that they had something, they got complaints in going, Wi-Fi wasn't working, very disappointed. <laughs> Just We love a good compl- a whinge instead of hope. Instead of peace, we love to look at the neighbours and compare. You know this, I don't have to convince you, you live in this world with me. Instead of joy, it's, not, it's about consuming, I'm not enough, I'm not complete. We talked about some of these words meaning wholeness, I need more and Yesterday, we spoke about love instead of love. Well, just go to any comment section on anything ever on social media and you won't find love. You'll find criticism. Can you imagine? Come and see the baby. I'm not going there. I'm not walking there. It's hot. I'm not going there. No, we'll come and see. Come and see. Can you imagine the criticism? I don't believe it. I just read. Come and see then. It's literally a movie. If I can't prove that the world... You know this, but there's literally a movie out there at the moment that its whole message is saying, hey, if we just shut down all communication, the country would destroy itself internally because that's how much we fight with each other. 
And no one's debating that point of the movie. They're like, yeah, I could see that. You take away the internet, we'll probably just destroy ourselves internally. That's the kind of thesis of the movie. And no one's debating it. They're talking about everything else about this movie, but no one's debating the fact that we're all just pretty convinced that if internet stopped working and power, we wouldn't need to go to war, we'd just destroy ourselves. Isn't that a gross way to go into 2024? That's what we believe. There's no hope in that. There's no peace, there's no joy, there's no love. So you would at least admit with me today that if we could have those things, it's worth coming to see. Come and see. The Christmas story is a series of people seeing for themselves, pressing in. Mary, who could be overwhelmed by the news, sits with it, reflects and waits. She sees for herself what is going to happen with his child. Joseph, I love Joseph. He could have made a big thing. He could have heard the news and instantly gone to Facebook and gone relationship status. It's complicated. And then just ranted like unspecifically, like, like, you know how people do it about third person, but you know it's talking like, we, like I can't believe we, can tr- we can't trust anyone these days, can we? Um, as if it's God's. Not talking about anyone specifically, but if it, as if it's God's. Um, relationship status, complicated. But he doesn't criticise he waited. It says, while he considered, the angel visited him. He took some time, stopped, and he said, let's see how this plays out. What a man of God. Not quick to anger. The wise men slowing down enough, not even part of the religious sect, not even Jews. <laughs> the Jews had it wrong, most of them. These guys are way out and they're watching the sky. They're watching the signs. They're watching the time. And then when they see the signs, they come and see. And then my favorite, perhaps, in the Christmas story, the shepherds. I said this yesterday, but a shepherd is what they would tell their parents back in the day, if their grades were low, they'd say, pick your grades up or you're going to end up as a shepherd. It was not a good thing to end up as a shepherd. So these guys, I love their biggest blessing they bring is they had nothing else going on. They're not too busy. They're not too important. They're not hustling. They're out there with sheep looking after them. And so they're in the perfect spot to maybe notice something else is going on. And the angels say, come and see. Don't take my word for it. Come and see. And then God not just observing us from afar, not a distant dad going, geez, they made a mess of that. I might go create another one. Pretend that one doesn't exist. Or not just watching and going, oh, well, they can leave it to their own devices. They wanted to live like this. That's fine. But came amongst us as a baby, humbled himself, it says, and walked amongst us so that we could come and see he came to us paved the way as a grown-up died and made a way back to him so that we could what come and see so a couple of questions as we kind of finish off 2023 and as we hit this christmas morning as we reflect back on the experience of this year as we think about the things that we were busy pursuing, building, following, I want you to think, you don't have to say this to the person beside you, just have a quiet moment and think about 
What was consuming for you? What were you coming to see? What were you putting your effort into? What were you pursuing? What were you chasing? And a bit harsh, was it worth it? Are you more hopeful? With all the things you're working on, are you more complete at peace? Again, I'm not knocking you, just good question, right, to ask at the end of the year. Was the things that you were coming to see, coming to pursue, coming to put your energy and time into, are you more joyful? And when I say joyful, I don't mean happy. I mean, it is, it, are you more well with your soul? <laughs> like, it is it good within, even on the good days, the bad days, the ugly days? Are you okay? Did you grow in that joy? And are you more loving? Are you more known? So as I said, no clever argument today or no commentary as such, but just three invitations to come and see. Referenced a present because, well, it's Christmas Day. (laughs) Three things I just ask you to consider into 2024 and today amongst the busyness. Are you open to God? Are you open to him even existing? Of all the things people believe today, are you at least open to him? You can't come and see if you're shut off. Are you open to him? Are you open to even praying? Whether you believe he's listening or not, are you open to saying, hey God, are you there? Because the world's pretty hopeless at the moment. The world's pretty dark. Are you there? Are you open to God? The next way you can come and see is are you open to each other? Someone said to me yesterday, and they're correct, the perfect church would be where there is no people. We're so broken. We're so complicated. We're so sinful, to use that word. We bring in perfection and we hurt people. We all do it. But when we don't, when we unify, when we be the church, when we love and forgive and come together, it is beautiful. It is the thing that's been lasting for the last 2,000 years that we call church. It's not Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. It's the gathering of God's people in unity. Are you open to exploring that? One way to come and see is hear some stories, be encouraged, have some encouragement, have some challenge. Do what you're doing this morning. Come and be around people of God. Or better yet, people trying to be people of God. I don't know if you've been hurt in the past. Probably, there's a good chance, even the ones that come every Sunday, 70% of us have probably been hurt by church people. But that's the best way to know God is, 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 is forgive and push in and try because God's not the person that hurt you. Be open to each other. And then lastly, this is the cool bit that no one sometimes expects at first but open to transformation. Not just a God that's distant, but a God that wants to do something in you. Not just a God that wants to say, hey, I'm here, glad you know. A God that would break the universe to be born amongst us. A God that wants to do something in you that you might notice you change, that you become more hopeful, that you become more complete, more peaceful that you become more full of joy 
and that you become more loving. Who doesn't want that? I can't convince you with clever words. Come and see this Christmas. Come and dive in. Come and open that up this Christmas. Hey, I hope it's an absolute blessing of a day. I hope you're absolutely blessed 2024. If you'd like to know more about what I've talked about, I'd love to chat to you. Next week, um, next Sunday, we're actually having a very casual service. We're going to have it in the hall, but we're going to have a heap of baptisms. And basically, that's people going, hey, I accidentally became open to God. Some of them accidentally became open to God. That's their story. One lady just started helping out in the op shop. She goes, why are these people so nice? And next minute, she was in danger of meeting Jesus. Next minute, she came along. She goes, I better hear what they bang on about. And then after service, she goes, what was that? Something's going on? I said, I think that's the Holy Spirit. And then next minute, she's getting baptized. Open to God, open to each other. And she has transformed. She has changed. She's, she don't mind me sharing this. She's gambling a little less. Like, notice I said she's not gambling at all. Not the same perfect. She's gambling a little less. She's drinking a little less. She's changing. She's full of joy. We have to stop her coming in at the moment because she'd be here every single day and we don't think that's healthy for anyone. Um, we actually don't. We don't think that's healthy to just the whole life to be this building. So we go, just, you've got to get out in the world a little bit too and see some people and let them know about Jesus. How cool is that? So we're going to celebrate that next week. If, if you'd like to know more, if you'd like to be open to God, open to each other, open to transformation, come and have a chat to me. Let me pray. And we're going to sing one more song. And then we're going, Noah. Then we're going, mate. Poor Noah doesn't just have to hear me on Sundays and Christmas Day, but every day. (laughs) Oh, the life of a pastor's kid. All right, let's pray. Father God, thank you so much for today. Thank you so much that you're not a God that's not intangible. You're not a God that doesn't move. You're not a God that, that is just sitting out there in the distance like a distance, useless dad. You're a God that came and walked amongst us. You're a God that was born amongst us, Emmanuel. And you invite us in every single step to come and see for ourselves. So I just pray wherever we stand this morning, you would prompt our hearts to say, hey, I'm here. Come and see what I can do in your life. Come and see what can be born in you. All you have to do is just open, Lord. Help us open that up. And help us just have a blessed and more hopeful, more peaceful, more joyful, and more loving Christmas in 2024. In Jesus' name, amen.